Welcome to the Close to Home podcast, where we welcome you into meaningful conversation on finding purpose, keeping faith, and navigating life as a military family. Let's dive deep into those hard topics that hit close to home. All right, we're finally here, finally recording the first episode of the Close to Home podcast. It feels like we've been to Best Buy 307 times <laughs> that I've been Googling all of these troubleshooting measures for hours because it just feels like there's been roadblock after roadblock, microphone after microphone, but we're finally here actually recording this thing. And I couldn't be more excited because of the time, the legwork we put into this. And it, it's been like a year plus coming as it is. So, I mean, how does... How are you feeling about the whole situation, Marissa? Because you've been in the freaking driver's seat alongside me, if that even makes sense, this whole entire time as well. So kind of how, talk me through what your mind, it, like just what's going through your mind right now. I am so excited. I honestly feel so giddy. I feel like, I mean, we, we started working on this podcast over a year ago at this point. So a lot of time and love and energy has been put into this thing. A lot of late nights when you finally get home from work after a long shift. Mm -hmm. You've been up all night working on this thing. And if you guys are listening to this, please right off the jump, give us a five-star rating. Ooh, shameless. I like it. Because we have put so much into getting this published and pushed out to you guys. <laughs> I mean, we have recorded this once before. We lost the first clip, but it just like disappeared <laughs> off of the editing software. And that was like the most perfect episode. So that was heartbreaking. We've had some technical difficulties we've had to like figure out. I feel like we're finally at a point where we're ready to share our baby with the world. And I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's been everything from a whole computer crashing and, and the file getting corrupted and just non-retrievable <laughs> to me getting my microphone and realizing that I don't know if it'd been rolled around in dirt or what, but it was just not working well. There's been all of these different obstacles, but here we are. We're finally here in control of things, and we're just so blessed to be in this position right now because finally things feel like they're coming together. So, Oh, oh sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just want to say that even though we've put a lot of time into this, we took a whole year to really properly plan this out and mm -hmm. cover it in prayer. It will still always be a work in progress. We're going to continue to be ironing out those kinks and um, yeah, I just, I just want to put that out there. We want this to be very candid, very casual. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to be kind of just perfect off the jump. Yes. Yeah, no, it's like Marissa is saying, it's definitely a work in progress. It's something that we have to nurture. We have to love just like any kind of relationship or anything that you want to uh, succeed in this world. It's something you have to put forth the time and effort to accomplish whatever that goal or whatever the project is. But before we get too into the weeds with everything, you're probably sitting there, if you're still with us already, which I hope you are, wondering, who are these two? Why are you talking to me? What's the point of things? And we're going to knock out those questions one at a time. First, who are we? I'm Chase Shropshire. This is my beautiful, lovely, exquisite wife, wow. Marissa Shropshire. I know that what is- What an introduction. What an intro. And we're going to talk about kind of our relationship, our backgrounds and stuff a little bit later on in the podcast. But I want to circle back to kind of what Marissa was saying about kind of that we're going to have to continue to work and, and grow this podcast because it's not something that we woke up one day and just said, oh, brain blast, here's an idea and it's perfect. But- we kind of laid the foundation, what is it, a year and a half ago for mm -hmm. this thing. That was the idea. It was our brainchild. 
we came together and now we feel as though we finally have the kind of wherewithal to to put forth some energy to really make this thing into what we want it to be i guess i guess you could say and that's where i think that this is going to be very it's going to be very pivotal that we go through with that mindset and and realize that we're going to continually be working on it and and being very purposeful and intentional with the way that we uh, conduct ourselves with this. I mean, it's going to take me alone just a lot of practice because mm-hmm. I'm not as familiar with the podcasting space as you are. Oh, no. Um, this is my first podcast that I've been on. This is what your your third attempt at a all podcast right, all right. now. Pump, let's pump the brakes. First of all, I just want to make note that if there was a camera in this room right now or you were a fly on the wall while we were having this conversation, you could have seen the side eye that Marissa gave me. It was hilarious. That was well done. Well done. But yes. This is not my first rodeo. I have been, okay, let me start from the beginning. Back in, oh my goodness, I'm 24 now. What was I, 19? Five years ago? No, 20? We first, it was when we originally got married, like for, like off the jump, I think. And I made this, I created this podcast where I was talking about like cultural, societal, political kind of topics, I guess you could say, it wasn't really any resemblance of what we're doing here today. It had nothing to do with marriage or Christianity, being young, married couples, military, what have you. None none of that. It was solely just kind of what I felt like talking about, I guess. Yeah. And I, I got like seven published episodes deep and I felt this kind of void, I guess, in my heart and creatively. I didn't have like writer's block. I had plenty of ideas. I had probably 20 or so more episodes planned. So it wasn't that I didn't have content, but rather when I took a step back and reevaluated kind of what I was doing, I was missing that, that it, that intention, the purpose. I, I wasn't really fulfilling anything. And as I mean, we've talked at great lengths about this, that, that I feel like my purpose on this earth is to serve. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that I'm here for individualistic, selfish, me, me, me things. I do believe that I am supposed to give to my community in some form or another. And I truly believe that my life's goal and purpose is completed if I can kind of help that one single person, whether it's through something that I create or something I say. If, if there's one person that takes something from my life, then I think that that's a good thing. I think that's something that is more a fulfillment of my purpose. And that podcast wasn't doing it for me, so I decided to stop it. I halted all production, and I think I deleted everything. And then, of course, because I'm I'm a human being, I am not infallible, I hopped right into another podcast. But it was one that I had kind of been a part of before. One of my really good friends, in fact, he's family. He's a brother of mine. I've known his family for years since we were in high school, played sports, the whole nine. I, I love this man to death. He's he's truly he's truly family to me. I would hop on the podcast every once in a while to discuss sports, similar stuff that I talked about, but it was more along the lines of like pop culture, movies, basketball, which is a huge part of my life. It's a, a you know, it's kind of like a foundational piece of me. And again, I <laughs> I felt kind of bad at the time and I, part of me still does, but I had convinced him to rebrand and to take it more serious because I believe that 
this podcast could go someplace. I mean, he was he was majoring in sports casting or or whatever it was in the sports world. And I just saw so much potential. So we we did it. We relaunched. I created some stuff for social media. And once again, I felt this this emptiness, this thing looming over me. And I had to take a step back once again. And uh, that was hard. It was hard for me to take a step back and reevaluate because it was somebody who I admired, respected, and I had a great love for. But thankfully, he you know, he had grace for me and he kind of realized where I was coming from. And then I stepped away from that as well. And now we're here, which I'd like to point out, this was an idea that I think, uh, did I bring it up to you first or was it, I can't remember how it went. We were in the car. Yeah. I brought it up to you and you were like, wait, I've been thinking of the same thing. That's right. Yeah. So I brought it up to Marissa and kind of what my convictions were. I had done a lot of prayer and a lot of soul, soul searching. So that brought me to this conclusion of, oh, I think that we can utilize our life for a grander purpose. And I believe that that's our ultimate purpose. And she was like, wow, that's kind of crazy you say that because I feel the exact same way. And I was thinking these, the similar kind of things that you're thinking, the mechanisms that you want to implement. And she, again, was not outside of us doing kind of our YouTube thing, which we can talk about a little bit later, there was not a foundation of this format of this medium. Mm -hmm. Like we hadn't done any sort of speaking content other than like sit down videos. So it was just, it was like that. I mean, that was something that it just clicked with us immediately. So yes, this is not my first entry into this thing, but this is going to be my last or where I build from kind of thing. Yeah. You know, something I've come to realize about the two of us, Chase, is that we really crave intention and purpose behind anything that we do. So I think even though you were on these podcasts and you do enjoy podcasting and you were talking about topics that you enjoy, you have an interest mm-hmm. in, you're passionate about, yeah, um, you really missed the the depth behind it all though. No, 100%. And that's, that's the part that was difficult for me to kind of wrap my brain around because I, again, I had been doing something that I really enjoyed. I had been speaking about things that I was very invested in both emotionally and intellectually. So it was difficult for me to grasp the fact that it wasn't really building upon my purpose. But again, through my own prayer and convictions, that's kind of where I came. But I mean, you, like you said, we both are like that. And we've had so many, so many conversations. I'm sure we could do a a multi-part series Mm -hmm. on intention, on purpose, on divine dictation and whatnot. I I mean, there's so much that we could do there, but, but yeah, I, man, it, I'm, I'm smiling ear to ear right now because I just can't believe that all of that was for a greater purpose to bring us kind of in this moment across from one another and, and starting this whole thing. And I think that it's, it could be really beautiful and very beneficial for, for, I mean, every kind of person, hopefully. Should we get into our story a little bit or should we introduce the podcast? Yeah, so I think we should kind of go right into what close to home means because we, you know, briefly introduced ourselves and we're going to get into kind of our background, our story, give a little credence to, I guess, why somebody should be sitting here letting us run our mouths for however long. <laughs> but uh, 
But yeah, so close to home, the meaning of the title is, and it's something that's very, I almost said it just now, it's close to my heart because the purpose of this podcast lies within the meaning. So with close to home, if you're ever having a conversation with somebody about a shared experience or feelings or something that's traumatic, something that someone can empathize with or even just sympathize with, those are the the things that oftentimes hit you closer to home. It hits you kind of in the chest. It's mm-hmm. sometimes it can be a very visceral reaction or sometimes it can just be heartwarming. Whatever feelings that that elicits, that kind of creates this relationship where there's this open honesty and this kind of oh what's the word transparency mm-hmm. to where there's this more two-way conversation than it just somebody talking at you or somebody me talking at someone and I think that's why we named it close to home because we want people to relate to what we're talking about and and the fact of the matter is that we don't think that that there should be kind of this wall up where you only see the good of us because nowadays it's so easy for us as a society to just show you the good parts of our life, to give you the highlight reels and to show you the struggles, the addiction, the afflictions that we've overcome and is for the betterment of our lives, but you don't always see what we're actively struggling with or going through, things that actually knock us down and may keep us down for some time. So we want to share our experiences and the things that we are currently going through or have gone through in order to kind of bridge that gap. Because I, I truly believe that, I mean, I guess we both believe this, that there is a need for this in this community because this is a, a relatively new, I think, genre or niche, I guess, corner of, of the internet where there aren't a lot of a lot of commentaries or commentators, rather, who are doing this. So I guess that's a long-winded explanation for the name, at least in my view, I guess. But what does it mean to you? You pretty much hit it all right there. Um, When you are in conversation with someone and you say, wow, this really hits close to home, Mm -hmm. you're saying that because what's being discussed is deeply and intimately affecting you because you can personally relate to it. And so we want this podcast to be a space where we can open up discussion that hits close to home for our fellow military couples and families. And Mm -hmm. the inspiration behind this podcast actually originated with our YouTube channel. So for those of you who are just stumbling across this and you aren't familiar with who we are or what we do, We started a YouTube channel when we first got married. Actually, our first video was of our honeymoon, and Mm -hmm. to be honest, it was terrible. Well, let's give ourselves a little bit of grace. It wasn't terrible, but it was just... It, it served the purpose we wanted it yeah, to Yeah, it was just very cheesy, very amateur. amateur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's right. The point of the channel at the time was just for us. We wanted mm-hmm. a video scrapbook of our marriage, our travels, different things that, you know, like moving with the military, things mm-hmm. like that. We just wanted something to look back on. Maybe our families would hop on every so often and keep up with us. But we didn't think that it anyone would catch on to it mm-hmm. or that it would take off by any means at all. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget the first video that gained any sort of traction was a video where I just sat down to talk about how I was feeling super homesick. I hadn't seen my family since our wedding and we were trying to put in leave for the very first time and it just wasn't looking like it was going to get approved. So we were feeling very discouraged and I just, I sat down for the first time to be very real and vulnerable on our channel. We hadn't really made any videos that were super personal to us Mm -hmm. or 
um, just, just raw like that. And so I sat down talking about how I missed my mom. I missed my family and I really just wanted to go back home. And I was super nervous to put that out there because like I said, it was the first time anything like this had been on our channel. And immediately I got tons of feedback from other military spouses and couples thanking me for being so real and honest and just vulnerable because they were saying, thank you so much for sharing this. I'm going through it. I wasn't seeing anyone else talk about these things. And that's when we really realized that there is a need for vulnerability in the military community. And I don't want to say that there aren't good resources for military families or couples because there are, there really is a plethora of valuable resources for service members, spouses, families. But all of these resources are organized in a more formal capacity. And I think that really hinders them from just diving deep into the nitty gritty. And so with our channel, we really try to do more of that. We try to be more vulnerable and real and just raw. And it started catching on. People started letting us know how much they appreciated it. And um, I mean, even still with our YouTube channel, there still is that little bit of hindrance with like just talking for hours about the realities of being a military family and being married in the military. And so that's what brought us to this idea. Yeah. And I think I kind of want to rewind just a little bit because me being the service member, I'm in the Marine Corps, that the government does provide a plethora of, of resources and, and outlets for the spouses, for the families, the children to kind of reach out for and and grab onto in times of need. But just like Marissa said, and I think she said it very eloquently and hit the nail on the head, they're a lot more official and they're a lot more just to the point. There's not a lot of personality to it. And that's not to say that it needs to be that way, but where the government and the, the institutions kind of formulate these different programs and these different resources where those have... I don't want to say where they have faults necessarily, Mm -hmm. but the things that they don't cover, it's up to the community. It's up to the community to kind of fill in those gaps. I think what's missing from these different resources and organizations is the relatability. And so that's why I'm so excited for what we want to do with this podcast, because I mean, I should say we don't know everything. We haven't Mm. experienced it all. We're learning as we go, but I'm excited for this to be a community where we can reach out to other military couples and families and we can engage with one another and we can learn from one another and we can just share the raw realities of what it means to be married in the military, what it means to be a military family. Well, yeah, and I think that that's a perfect segue into what the listeners can expect from the podcast, the overarching theme. What what are we doing here? What the why, the so what, what's in it for you? Kind of, honestly, you can hit that because you just sort of transitioned into it without, honestly, not even, I don't even think you knew you did it. But if you want to go ahead and just dive a bit deeper on that as to just the kind of so what and what can they expect from this podcast? Yes. So we want Close to Home to be a raw, real, unfiltered outlet. We want this to be a super engaging community. We don't want this podcast to just be Chase and I talking to ourselves. (laughs) We want to hear from you guys. We want to reach out to our listeners. We want this to be a place where we can all collectively as a community share our advice, share our tips, our experiences. We want to learn from one another. And how we would like to do this is we want to hear from you guys. So we have a Facebook page that is, um, you can find it at 
at Close to Home Podcast, as well as our Instagram, which will be also at Close to Home Podcast. So we really want to utilize these social channels to connect with you guys. And um, every week we will be diving deeper into a topic that relates to being married in the military, being a military family. Um, Yeah. And I think that Marissa just did a great job at kind of summarizing what we're trying to do here. But I want to make sure that we emphasize the sort of connection, the communication, uh, the communal aspect of the close to home, I guess, experience, if you if you will. Because again, we're not sitting here because we want to prop ourselves up or anything like that. We'll obviously talk about our own worldview, Christian values, how we experience things as a young married couple and everything in between. But it's not for our benefit. It's for your benefit. So just like she said, and I'm so glad she mentioned it because I always think we have a dang Facebook group or I don't even know, marketplace, whatever. (laughs) But no, I'm glad that she brought that up because we want to hear what are the topics that you guys want to to discuss with us. We want to answer your questions. We want to provide, like I said earlier, a two-way conversation. It's not something that like, yes, we have an umpteenth amount of topics and ideas that we're going to cover. However, that's not to say that we're not going to sprinkle in and implement your feedback. That's what this is about. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with like, we're 24 years old and still experiencing everything there is to experience in life. We don't know it all. But the point of creating this family is that if we don't have the answers, somebody on a YouTube comment, on an Instagram comment, somewhere is going to know the answer, is going to know the resource to point you to. And you know, my favorite thing about the military community is that it's just one big melting pot. We all come from different walks of life. We all have different experiences. And so we want to hear from all of you. Something that we've experienced might look completely different from what you've experienced. And so I think that's where the engagement plays a very important role. And I'd have to wholeheartedly agree with that. There are military spouses who have been in the game for a decade plus. There are those who have just gotten married and have no idea what to expect from a field exercise, from a Mm -hmm. deployment, from their very first PCS move. I mean, there are so many things that we cover in our YouTube channel and that Marissa covers personally doing what she does. But there are also things that require a a greater level of detail and, uh, you know, and just depth that we want to provide here. Because there's only so much that you can cover in a 20-minute span on YouTube video or an Instagram post. There's only so many characters that you have. But when you bring it all together, we want this to be a holistic experience to where if you don't find something here, there might be a video for it. There might be a post about it. Or at the very least, the bare minimum, there is some salty husband or wife who knows, who's been through the suck before and can guide you, can mentor you. Because at the end of the day, that's what social media provides in a positive way is this this social interaction where people of all walks of life, like Marissa is saying, from all sorts of corners of the world can connect and share experiences, whether they are shared experiences or whether there is some sort of, like I said, mentorship fellowship, what have you going, going on. So I think, I think that was a phenomenal way to explain kind of what we have going on here. And again, that that's something that I don't want anybody to feel like there is a, 
a, a stupid question or there's an experience that is kind of going to be invalidated by somebody else's opinion. If I know military spouses, if I know military members, yes, you can have things brought underneath a microscope and you can have this kind of skeptical look on things or or judgment. That is true, but it's also one of the most close-knit families you will ever, ever have. And there are plenty of people who are willing to give you advice and are willing to walk you step-by-step through the most mundane or simple parts of this life. So that's something that I don't want to go unnoticed or understated before we get into kind of our own story. Personally, I want to make sure we hammer that home and, and highlight that. So um, yeah, I think we can just get right into who we are, like our background and everything. And do you want me to tell the the true story about us? Do you want me to go into detail? Oh, no. Do you, do you know what I, I'm I talking guess, about? No, I have no idea where you're going with this. Okay. <clears throat> Gather round. Gather round. Go ahead. Turn up your volumes to an adequate level. Get your popcorn. Grab your, your beverage of choice. I'm going to tell you a little bit about how Marissa and I met. So it was in the eighth grade in Arizona. We were in history class, and in our class, we had various, they weren't desks. They were almost like medium-sized tables that sat three people, and we were in the front of the class in the very middle. I was on the right side. She was on the left. In the middle, there wasn't anybody in the middle at this time, so I'm sitting there being a very studious student of history, of, of literature that I am. I'm, I'm focused. I'm dialed in. And I hear somebody... Oh, now I know where you're going with this. Yeah, you know. Okay. So I I hear, as I'm just dialed right into whatever our topic or our homework is, I just hear right behind me, excuse me. (laughs) And I'm like, hmm, that seems to be the general... Is that what I sound like to you? Excuse me. No, not quite, but it was close enough. So I hear this, excuse me, from behind, and that's, you know, a, a typical, hey, buddy, move up. And I'm all of like six foot two or whatever at this point in my life, long, straggly, moppy, floppy, dirty blonde hair with glasses. I look, I look like a stud, of course. And I I take that as, okay, I need to scoot up a little bit. So I move up. I promise, I promise you about a foot and a half. I scoot in my, my knees are touching the bottom of the table. I'm almost lifting it up. That's how far I scoot in. And, uh, I feel something kind of brush against the back of my neck, but it's kind of aggressive. And I turn around, my face is just met with denim. And I'm confused, but instead of bringing my face off of this denim or tilting my whole head up, I just look up like, I don't know, a puppy dog wanting a treat or just like a real creep. And it's Marissa And she's glaring at me and I'm thinking, why is she glaring at me? Well, I look forward and my nose is in her butt cheek. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think you're a little dramatic. No, 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 no. My nose was in her butt cheek, ladies and gentlemen. No, you might have been looking at some butt cheeks as I recall, but I don't think your nose was up in my butt. No, no, no. So my nose was pressed against her butt cheek. And listen, I, 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 it was love at first sight at that point. (laughs) Honestly, no, but <laughs> after that moment, she was not the biggest fan of mine. And I was smitten off the off the jump because she was a very beautiful girl. And I immediately was head over heels, it seemed, but she hated me. And I don't typically use the term hate to describe my feelings towards anyone or anything, but she hated me. And it was very apparent. 
I chalked it up to me just being objectively smarter than her in history class oh, and being. No. We had a healthy competition going. I mean, if you want to call healthy me having 110 percent, yeah, you're having, I was what, right 105? behind you. No, 108. No. Yeah, I'll pull out my old report card. You right don't. Now. First of all, I know you don't have your old report oh, card. Oh yes, I do. I keep. Okay. Well, at any rate, so we went from her absolutely hating me to we we started to develop a, a friendship. And then by the end of eighth grade, we were best friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, attached at the hip. Best went, friends. Yeah, best friends. Went to the girls' softball games. Went to, I went to her house. We went to a little diner. We've done, we, I mean, we were. went to church with me. Yes, I went to church with her. And I was just, I, I don't know. It was kind of crazy. I, I had never really had a friendship like that since I was, oh man, like a really young kid. And that relationship only grew through the summer of freshman year and then into freshman year i mean man we we were like this and i'm crossing my fingers right now we were like peas in a pod it it was it was something very very special and there was there was love there but it was completely uh what's the what's the word not not fraternal platonic Platonic, fraternal Fraternal. (laughs) (laughs) like i'm your dad no platonic Completely platonic. Now, not on my end. I was scratching at the friggin' ceiling of the friend zone since it seemed like birth because it was so long. But, but yeah, I, we continued to to hang out all the time. I would go over to her house and routinely, completely ignore homework, or I would do her math homework for her. But we were always having such a great time that I felt like we just we hung out, we talked, we laughed together, we experienced experiences together. And then it was the summer into sophomore year, correct? Yeah. You, so the summer into sophomore year, there was this field trip that our high school had set up to the East Coast. And it was like Boston, New York, Philly, right? Stuff like DC, that. DC, yeah. right. So she went on that trip. I wasn't able to go for various reasons. And of course, she missed she missed your boy. She missed me. But obviously, you know, since I was a two-sport athlete and it was the summertime, I didn't even think about her. Oh, whatever. You were texting me every single day. <sighs> yeah, she'd like you to believe that. No, I missed her. I, I did. There was this kind of hole in my heart. And it was to a greater extent than I even realized. But I think, I mean, she can probably speak more to this than I can. But I, I do think that that was probably the moment or the ex- the the event where she kind of realized her love for me went deeper than just our friendship. Like there was almost like an inseparability about us, but on a level that was almost like spiritual, I I think. I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think that's kind of what it was, right? Mm -hmm, Yeah. So realizing that, I so (laughs) it's funny. I mentioned earlier, I am a Marine. It's almost been five years for me. Dang, five years? Holy cow. Anyways, back to my point. So- it's funny knowing what I do now. Her dad is a he served as well. He was a Marine or is a Marine. And uh and so we're talking about how I'm gonna pick her up from the airport or or we're gonna go to the airport when she came back. And so we're planning all the minute little details, the timing, the place to meet up, how just schema maneuver stuff. It was it, looking back on it, it's kind of funny knowing what I know now. And we go to the airport. She shows up. She has no clue. I mean, you had no idea I was coming. I made sure of it. So she lands, and uh, and so her family, her dad gives her a hug and everything. We take a picture, and I say we because I'm like sneaking around, but she doesn't know I'm there. 
And in the picture, I'm in the picture. She realizes I'm in the picture. She turns around, I'm there because I was in the picture. And voila, we hug. And that is where I think, I want to say that's like the culminating event where she realized that, wow, I mean more to her than just a friendship. And it still took me months to ask her out, but I did. We dated all throughout high school. And I guess the rest is history. Oh, oh, I don't want to skip everything else. <clears throat> you just almost skipped all the important parts. I've done this like every single <laughs> everything time. Everything that brought us here. Okay. So I decided I wanted to enlist in the United States Marine Corps in my senior year. She knew she was going to college back in Illinois, whatever. I stayed in Arizona because my my date for boot camp wasn't going to be until the following February after graduation in May. And so we did the long distance thing. Mm -hmm. We already had done the long distance thing. We had communication. We, we had our obstacles and our growth in that. And then I went to boot camp, zero communication. I mean, she wrote me as many letters as she could. I, I did what I could. I, I was so focused on the task at hand that I really wasn't as in it as I could, I, I guess as I should have been, but Thank God I really focused on things because I succeeded. And then I went through a follow-on training and then my MOS school. So as, as we start to kind of branch out to where my job schooling and training is, the communication floodgates open. You get your phone back and all that other stuff. She comes out to my job school at the time and we're hanging out and I propose. And man, oh man, I was a wreck. I really didn't even think I was going to make it. thought I was going to pass out. I was shaking. Thank God it was nighttime because she couldn't see me shaking. You know what's funny looking back is the whole time I was wondering, why is he so nervous and jittery? And I thought it was just because this was the first time that we had actually spent one-on-one -on -one time together in mm -hmm. years at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had no idea you were proposing. No, I was a nervous wreck and the ring was in my pocket. I kept checking multiple times. I was in my pocket so we're on the beach, we get to this pier, and then I got down on one knee, and that was, I, I mean, she said, yeah, well, she almost didn't say yes, because she was just so, it just engulfed in emotions that she almost didn't even, like, she didn't even look at the ring. She straight up just like, well, like, yeah, and didn't even look at the ring, and she was know, all about like, it. Yes, of course, and you're like, do you want to see the ring? Yeah, <laughs> literally, she was just, I was like, okay, I'll just return the ring, cool. <laughs> but no, she was in it, and I always think it's, a couple that was screaming out of how cute it was and wanted to take our picture, but it was literally a mom and her son. Yeah. <laughs> I always, I don't know why I think it's a, it's, it was a couple, but anyways, I graduated the school trying to move through this. I know it's a lot. I graduated the school. I went out to California for my very first duty station. And then not long after that, we, we got married, we moved in together. And this was the time where there's a lot of growth and development because neither one of us had lived with anybody and we experienced basically every first that you could have as an individual and as a couple together. So there was a lot of push and pull and in a way there still is, but now we are in a point at a point where we have learned and gone through enough to where I think that we are very secure in who we are as people and as a, as a, couple as well. Yeah. Well, and just living together for the first time, living with someone else for the first time after two years of long distance, 
is a huge transition. Oh my goodness. It was ridiculous. I mean, we went from not speaking at all and just kind of experiencing each other through letters and text messages, having phone calls, lives, FaceTime, yeah. yeah, having our own lives to literally she knew when I farted and went to the <laughs> bathroom. And that is a huge adjustment, a huge adjustment, especially if you're not very familiar with that person in that context beforehand. And we just jumped right into it. But I, I think it really was the best decision for us. And mm. I mean, now we're here. We live to tell the tale so far. I don't know. Every day I question it because, shoot, I make so many mistakes because, I mean, I'm a man and I'm a goof. But but yeah, at the end of the day, that's, I guess, our story. I mean, there's so much more nuance and intricacy, so many more struggles and triumphs. But I guess if I was to summarize our experience, the Chase and Marissa experience, that would be it thus far. And I guess, I mean, the ink's not dry yet. We're only 24. So with, uh, you know, uh, hopefully we have a lot more life and love and, and laughter left. But I mean, with all that being said, the the people might be asked who are listening might be like, cool. So what, why would we be listening to you? Well, I think if we tie in the reasoning behind the name close to home and the, the variation that we want to provide in topics, the sort of honest, transparent vulnerability that we're going to provide coupled with the fact that we're not spring chickens when it comes to this stuff. Mm -hmm. We've been married for quite some time at this point, and relatively speaking, I mean, being 24 and being married for, I mean, almost four years basically at this point is an achievement in and of itself. So we've experienced a lot and we've gone through a lot of change and friction. So I think that that adds to a sort of credibility that, that we have as a couple and we're not just speaking from some sort of biblical perspective or some utopian idea of family or nuclear family, whatever. We have our own experiences. We have our own lives. And I truly think that we bring a lot of value to the table that should be relatable because we're everyday people. We're Christians. We're young. We're in the military. We're this and that and the third, but we're like everybody else. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't think that there's necessarily something special about us. I mean, I believe that there's a, there's something special about everybody, about life in, in general, but I don't think that there, I don't come here and, and I'm not recording this with you. We're not doing this together to say we're above anybody or that we are somehow like chosen to do nothing strange. We're just sharing stories and experiences and giving advice. And we feel convicted that, that this is kind of what we are supposed to be doing right now. And yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know, I guess that's kind of my answer to why you should be kind of listening, why you should be reviewing, subscribe to every single thing that we're a part of, just because I do think that there is some value in what we have to bring, but yeah, I agree. Um, we've been through a lot together. We still have so much left to go through so many more things to learn along the way. Um, but I am really excited for this podcast. Um, we have high hopes for this podcast. We have high expectations, a lot of big plans mm -hmm. for this thing. And I really hope that you guys are enjoying what you're listening to so far. Um, definitely be sure to follow us on Instagram at Close to Home Podcast. Like our Facebook page at Close to Home Podcast. And if you've made it to the end of this episode, please leave us a review, leave us a rating. We really want to hear from you and we would love your feedback. And on all those things, I think that the feedback is incredibly important. You can give us critiques, give us things that we can do better in the future, provide us some sort of, you know, that not only criticism uh, and positive feedback, but also give us 
more because Marissa and I are both heavily involved in our community. We're super interested in, in research and all of these other things. So if there's a, an idea that you just want to bring forth, if there's questions or there's there's things you're struggling with, not only can you bring those up to us in a way for us to talk about, but you can also give us some ideas for prayer requests because whether that's your thing or not, what we want to do closing out every single episode is we want to end on a prayer request. Um, and it can be a general topic. It can be something very specific. You can change the names. You can. It doesn't matter. We want to provide you guys something that is, you know, again, like like holistic, um, and, and we just something we feel very. Um, I I don't really know how to explain it. Like we feel like we should be implementing a prayer at the end of it. So whether or not you guys feel comfortable and confident giving us a prayer request, regardless, we'll still pray. We'll still close things out in that way, respectfully. And um, and yeah. So without further ado, I guess. Thank you guys so much for listening and we're going to close things out. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for providing us every single opportunity, every single roadblock, question, and triumph to get us to this point. Lord, we know that we are not the ones who provide the love and the glory and the, the will. It's all your will. Your timing is perfect, is divine. You're never late. You're always on time. Lord God, I just pray over this podcast, I pray that you you allow us to, to just speak clearly and thoughtfully. I hope you touch others the way that you've touched our lives. Lord God, please just fill those who listen to this podcast, fill their hearts with love and more understanding. Allow them to be more discerning throughout their own lives. And if they have turned away from you, God, allow them to do a complete 180 if it is to your will so they can continue their relationship with you and their journey to find you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Once again, guys, thank you so much, so much for sticking through with us. I promise you this is just the beginning. This isn't the end. Things will get so much better. There's so many more topics that we want to bring up and dive into. So if you guys are looking forward to that, again, our socials will be down in the description below. And yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Thank you so much.